Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of YoungCast. We're going to be discussing all sorts of topics, but before we get to that, let me introduce my boy. Yo. My my <laughs> pal. Wait, Stainless? We saying Stainless here? Yeah. All right, we'll do Stainless. My boy Stainless. You guys have seen him on streams and stuff. We usually like play Fortnite or whatever every once in a while. You guys know where to check that out. No need to get into that. We'll save that for the end. But today's topics are pretty heavy. Um, mainly about TV and anime, uh, talking about all the crazy new shows that have been dropping. We got MCU, Invincible, uh, anime wise, we got Megalobox, again, a slew of other stuff we kind of want to briefly gloss over and, you know, kind of what's coming for 2021. Cause I feel like we're in a really good year, uh, for video games, um, and movies and media in general. Uh, dare I say potentially more powerful than 2020 just due to the nature of things? I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then of course, you know, quick side note about the video game industry and kind of discuss some of the things of what's going on in there because we're getting a lot of industry news but not a lot of game announcements and that's a little worrying uh all of this is tentative by the way anything can change within now to june as you know e3 is right around the corner so we'll just have to wait and see you know we'll have to wait and see so without further ado let's delve into what are we playing well what are you playing Oh, what am I playing? Like, what are you um, watching? What are you playing? Let's just start with that. Okay, so uh, as far as what I'm watching right now, um, so obviously we both just finished Invisible because I just got done airing. Oh, yeah. Um, it was so good. I'm watching Megalobox uh, 2 as it's coming out. Just weekly. finished that too, yeah. Uh, I'm watching uh, Tokyo Avengers. You put me on. It was pretty, oh, pretty I need good. A <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. How many episodes deep are we right now? I think we're on four or five. Okay. I believe. That's not too bad. And... Um, I know Loki's coming soon. Oh, Bad Batch. I'm watching Bad Batch. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty fire. Which we'll also talk about later. Um, yeah, we can talk about that later. As far as games I'm playing right now, I'm playing like a lot because I just got yeah. back from college so I could play PS5 again. Mm-hmm. Um, the main things I'm focusing on right now is um, I'm replaying Kingdom Hearts 2 because it's my favorite game. Yeah. Um, playing a lot of Monster Hunter Rise. The game's too good. It's too it's You got to get good. ready for the May update, too. They're doing another update. Uh, that's, I, I just I, saw I, that. I need to get my rake higher. Yeah. Um, besides that, um, I'm just kind of flip-flopping around between the games I'm playing. I'm yeah, trying to that. trying to beat uh, Metal Gear Solid Five again. Cause I, that's a good pick. Because I want to play it. Cause when, I, when I first got it when it came out, mm-hmm. I was a young and that was my first Metal Gear, like an idiot. So <laughs> <laughs> once I got a certain, I guess, at a certain point, I was like, I quit. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's too good or too hard. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm, I'm older now. I got some Metal Gear still on my belt, so give it another shot. Okay. And that's kind of. I mean, I'm playing uh, Enter the Gungeon. That's a I, really fun game. It's really it's fun than I thought it would be. I put a lot of hours in that when it first came out. The it, Farewell to Arms DLC is also really really great. I also need to finish Haven too. I was gonna platinum it. But I, I, don't uh, know. I I I know I put you on it, but I still have yet to finish it. Sadly, I just like. I'm at the end. Excuse me. I kind of started. And I'm like, hmm. Okay, this is fine. See, my my problem with that game specifically is just the combat. Yeah, actually, that was my problem. It's, I'm, I'm it's really, fun co-op, but it's really boring still. If that makes sense. Yeah, like I really like the story and like the characters and everything, mm-hmm. and like the world is just like the combat gets pretty monotonous. Yeah. So I need. I, I want to finish it. I, I was gonna platinum it, but there are absolutely zero threats in Haven. I have yet to uh, run into a challenge sh- playing that. Sheesh. Game. Towards the end. I bet towards the end it gets harder, but I mean, it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's a spike. Like it's just annoying. It's not even like it's hard. It's just it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Like it's a hassle. That's what, yeah. It's like you you're forced into 
It's kind of like a badger RPG in a lot of ways to me. Like, it's just you're forced into situations and you only have a select few options to choose and it gets really boring really fast. Yeah. Like, I know, like, two-thirds two thirds of the way through, there's mm-hmm. this really, really impactful story moment. Mm-hmm. And it affects the gameplay and it's super sick. And I was like, awesome. Like, wow, this is really creative and fun. And then that ends and I was like, oh, now there's these new enemies here and they suck and you have to fight them all the time. I'm like, yeah. please, put me out of my misery. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so what are you playing, bud? Uh, I'm playing a little bit of everything. Y'all know how it goes. We uh, we just finished Resident Evil 8. Game was really godlike. Like, no, it was so good. Uh, um, I just installed 7, I need to play Yeah, that. Uh, I finished, that was another one. I finished Resident Evil 7 earlier this month, which was impressive. I didn't think I was going to get through it because I first played in VR, and you can imagine how scary that was for, yeah. for me. But I finished it finally, and it was a good game. Um, we are playing Returnal as of right now, which is sick. And I'm on my first-ish cycle, and I'm like an hour or two in, and it's, it's pretty pretty pause so far I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it mm-hmm. obviously we're playing monster Hunter rise but you know i've already explained that on twitter my, my switch has been weird so you know already caught up on that game and uh mainly we're just chilling we're just baiting our time we're waiting for biomutant which i can't disclose yet but that game's gonna be sick and then we're also waiting for um my next big game which is guilty gear strive and the beta comes out this weekend i'm i'm gonna have so much fun like maybe Ratchet and Clank if it's I'm good. not if, if someone loves me 70 we'll play Ratchet and Clank that's the I at this point I feel like that's the only way I'm playing RNC they keep showing more footage and the more I see the more mad I get because the gameplay looks incredible like it's like heck yeah all the smart stuff they're doing with the controller kind of like Returnal like you hold down halfway presses for one barrel of the shotgun press down for both longer recharge times tactical gameplay that's like all I've wanted to make the gameplay of RNC not as stellar as it's been during the future era because the core shooting just sucked after a while you actually started playing RNC future for puzzles and that should never be it's like a Lego glorified yeah. Lego game at it. and they even noticed that and made a whole like Lego-esque game with uh, all for one of believe it's called their mm-hmm. four player one it's oh, like they yeah. knew they knew there was things wrong but now ever since the ps5 and all the new stuff guns can be kind of interesting again and as long as they go in the direction of them actually being interesting we're in for a good time i just do not care for the story so far like, yeah i really do not like the new characters already i don't like what they're doing i just i don't like boy scout ratchet i miss like kind of jaded but you know, Heart of Gold Ratchet, like in the PS2 era. Like, like, he, like he's snarky, but he, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like not everything's happy-go-lucky. Dude, he's in a capitalist regime. It's not fun. Yeah, because <laughs> I haven't personally played uh, Ratchet 1 or I haven't played any of the Ratchets mm-hmm. uh, until PS4, but I have seen many, many uh, video essays about why the originals were special and why they were different from yeah. PS4. And I can see it. Like, you know, he was snarky. Mm-hmm. The themes on capitalism in the first game specifically were really cool. Mm-hmm. And then I played PS4. I'm like, okay, seeing all that, I want to see how this game is. Not and it was, it was, <laughs> it was smooth brain. It, yeah, was, it, was, it was bad. It was pretty well, rough. Also, to be fair, the PS4 game, in my opinion, is Insomniac's only genuinely bad game. Like, it looks great graphically, but there's nothing about it that is even worthy of finishing it for me. Like, I, yeah. it's the only Ratchet game I haven't finished. Um, didn't we go to the theaters for that? We did. I, I, the crazy part is, I think the movie is still okay. Like, I still think the movie is fine. It's, it's just a baby movie, right? Like, it's it's like it's it's a great way to introduce kids to the franchise. Like, that's that's how I see it. It's just it's a genuine like five to six out of ten. Because because honestly, like the new Ratchet stuff, it just mm. seems like watered down of what it once was, and that's fine, I guess, since like they kind of rebooted it. It's a shame. I, as, I'm as mad long because as they, it's like 
I wouldn't be as upset if they. I'm sorry to cut you off, but like, yeah. I wouldn't be as upset if they didn't reboot it like three times in three generations of consoles. Mm -hmm. Technically, four times if you count the PS5. It's like guys, because they had a mini reboot within the like setting up for the reboots for future and deadlocked. Yeah. Which a lot of people forget PS2 deadlocked. Like he kind of went back to his edgy, like non, like just jaded and no, no happiness. Like mm. happy gone. Like my man's was just upset uh, because they, you know, they took Clank and stuff. They did all sorts of stuff to him, and then you get to future, and it's like wait. We're we're cool again. Like we're we're all happy and chilling and yeah. You know, oh, it's funny because game gets away with saying you know swear words every once in a while for a D plus ten. Ooh, you Ooh. know what I mean. And it's like I don't know. It, it, it's fine. You can even tell like with the the innuendos. They don't even have an innuendo in uh that one. Tools of destruction. Yeah. It's like okay. And then uh, quest for booty. It's like oh my gosh. I just think they need to stick a tone. They need to get a tone, and they just need to commit to it. Right. I, I don't know if you saw the trailer, but they like straight up call uh, what's her name a whore. Engines in my head is freaking whore. And the ribbit. Huh? They straight up call her a whore if you listened closely what? in the state of play. That's I, I, hilarious. I'll play the clip, but like I was blown away. I was like, wait, That's so is this E plus ten or not? Like I'm, I don't know. <laughs> like this is this is the issue. Like they have a tonal issue. Like I don't know if Ratchet and Clank is for kids or adults or older teens or like what they're going for, but none of it's working. IMO because kids aren't playing Ratchet and Clank and stuff anymore. I at least I believe so. Mm. It's all about like you know social experiences. Ratchet and Clank is not that you know. So it's clearly for people like our age and or like around our age, like sixteen plus, right? Yeah. And like they don't want to like play that if that makes sense like i wanted just a teen ratchet or something again i don't know but that's me being picky i i, I don't want to get too into it i know uh review later this or next month so i'll kind of be nice until it comes out but that's my thoughts on it now and i'm gonna touch on this because it's loosely related real quick before you yeah. go back to what we were talking about before but um i know i forget where i saw but some people are not like yeah we want to make another jack game like just make it oh yeah naughty dog shut up yeah. <laughs> just make it then like yeah, who's blocking you you're, yeah, you're, all the money in the world, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, Listen, like, they're, re they're remaking Last of Us 1 again. For it's what? Like what? Well, I, I don't even think they're remaking. I think they got one of their sides, like, uh, Blend Studios to remake. Then they have no excuse. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I'm mad that Blend Studios... Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Because like here's the thing, right? Last of Us, Uncharted, it's all fine. It's it's fine. But just give it a break. Just do something mm -hmm. different. Yeah, we'll, either, either make a new we'll IP... Say, so hold, hold those thoughts. Well, You know what I mean? We'll come back to that. That's kind of part of the... Uh, the, the developer talk. The all right, developer all right. we'll, we'll touch on this later. But um, yeah, basically, opinions. I mean, we kind of had a segue into it. But basically, yeah, like, that's what I've been playing. Um, I, I've been wanting to get into old stuff as a quick side note. I, I just finished, almost finished my retro, like, consoles. My PS2 is modded. My Xbox is modded. My GameCube is almost modded. Uh, my Dreamcast I just bought is completely done. Like, we're almost ready to start doing retro stuff, which is really exciting because I get to play old games. I was telling my, my boy about this. Uh, I finally get to absorb like Breath of Fire and Legend of the Dragoon, some some older kind of games, uh, mm -hmm. RPGs, and uh, only ones that are the old schools that I've played, like the Square Soft ones, you know, Chrono Cross, Chrono Trigger, um, you know, Mario RPG and stuff like that. Uh, I still haven't played Vagrant Story, and I've only played Parasite Eve 1. I haven't played Parasite Eve 2, but I hear that one isn't good, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to kind of delve into those, hopefully this summer, like during July when nothing's out, because <laughs> everything's just... You know what I mean? It's just yeah. vomiting. Just everything's coming out on. I June. forget. Is is uh is Deathloop coming out in like the summer or is that September? Deathloop got delayed till September, okay, which okay. I am. We'll, again, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, great talk by the way. Let me kind of talk about the Sony stuff because that's my perfect segue into a uh, quick sign on the state of the game industry. 
Um, I want to discuss Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. Nintendo, uh, I threw Platinum in there too. That's like a personal rant. But (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo uh, mainly will be kind of a double one. I think that has to have a podcast in and of itself. So we'll kind of briefly go over it. Because if if we do, it will be like two plus hours. Why is Nintendo so bad? And yet we (laughs) keep buying their stuff. But um, regardless, like I have some issues. But with Sony... Uh, we'll kind of discuss first. I think Sony is holding W's. There's no denying that. No denying that. I mean, they are out of the companies. They are still one of the worst. <laughs> not as bad as Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Definitely not as good as Microsoft, though, in terms of like how they treat their customers and all that. And yes, the games they make are great. That's like that's not what we're saying when we say like Sony's like I guess annoying or bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have incredible titles. Like I'm not going to sit here in front. Like I was telling him the other. Like I used to be a pretty diehard. Like Uncharted's bad. You know all these. TPSs are bad. I grew up and grew out of that phase. You know what I mean? Now I'm just like, hey, it was fun. Do I did I shoot some people and solve some puzzles? I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. It was a fun story. So like, you know, you grow up or whatever. And now I kind of understand why people love those kinds of games. Before I just didn't get it. I still don't get it with Xbox fans. Like you guys really wake up and play Gears of War. I feel so <laughs> bad for you. Like I genuinely feel awful. Like what what is your gameplay? You you literally walk, shoot, walk for eight hours. Eight hours of that. I could never. I'm not gonna lie. The gear, I feel the, so the, bad for Gears. The, the Gears XCOM uh, ripoff actually looks funner than regular. Oh, Gears. oh, dude, it's great. That's the worst part. It's genuinely great. Uh, I actually played that one a little bit of that one. It's not too bad. But yeah, you get the gist. Uh, Sony isn't the worst. My issue is uh, kind of doubling back on fo- or following up with my PlayStation open letter. Um, we do want to rectify some things I said in that video. Uh, firstly. Uh, they did restore the PS3 and I believe the PS Vita PS Store yes, for now. Yeah, for for now. <laughs> Realistically, so, I, I expect them to you know take it back take down it in a right year. back down in a year. Yeah, when people forgot. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's going to be a shadow takedown too. I'm mm-hmm. convinced. But you know they did reinstate it. However, did they fix any of their issues? No. If you go to buy a game on the PlayStation 3 Store or PS Vita Store, I mean, no, sorry, just the PS3 Store, you still can't see how much a game cost. You still can't see if it's added to your cart. I don't even think you can add games to your cart and stuff. There's a lot of issues with the PS3 store, and we are about to lose like decades worth of content, and that is still disturbing. Yeah. So once again, like I said in my video, I recommend, and there is no shame in this morally or whatever, openly condone it, mod your PS3, and start backing up your games. You know what I mean? You got to start backing them up, back up your DLC, or if you have to you know, go to places to get you know get that done because yeah. you have we have to preserve things uh it doesn't seem like a big number but flagship titles by sony are still ps3 only uh ratchet and clank future franchise for example metal gear collection yeah, metal gear solid you know Me- metal gear solid collection in general metal gear solid 4 um you know uh the infamous one and two and festival of blood um yeah, like you guys get the gist. There's tons of pain. I, I know that's an early game. Motorstorm. There's so many games that were PS3 exclusive that haven't been re-released. Huge issue. Like this is your history. Like why are you ashamed of it? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like these helped push that console, and the only ones you guys cared about were your third-person shooters, and that's just really weird to me. Like no one wanted to bring back Infamous as a quick 1080p 60 FPS re-release. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No one. At Sony, especially at just the be- throw that on there. Especially at the beginning of the PS4 cycle when Second Son was coming out. That would have been the easiest. Right, when there was nothing on your platform. That would have been the easiest, like, hey, play this to hold it off until mm-hmm. Second Son comes I, out. We don't even have, like, Killzone. Killzone 1 through 3. Mm-hmm. Like, they re-released the first game for PS3, and we don't even have 1 through 3 on PS4. Like, what is going on? 
<laughs> uh, it's also sad that you can't really preserve the Vita games because it's on one prior or proprietary. You know, yeah, a handheld. Yet I know you guys can port them because Gravity Rush has been ported and so has Tearaway. Yeah, you can easily port some of those games over to. Uh, there's some, there's some fun games. Soul like, Sacrifice, dude. The heck is Soul? That game was sick. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Uh, but that's kind of my issues. Uh, otherwise, Sony's fine. We're not going to harp too much on them. They're doing great. Uh, just please listen to your your pleas and make stuff backwards compatible. Yeah. Not, whether it be through your awful PS Now streaming. Or who knows what? Just please do something. Because I know if you're like, oh yeah, it's because of the architecture, like the system. Well, that's why. Yeah, we we could go into that because there's a whole emulator I'm, I'm out right now. Exactly what I'm saying. Right. You, you can just get the emulator and you know run it, run the software. Right. Ask them for help instead of being like that's what Microsoft did. They saw people were making an emulator. They asked for help. Some got hired allegedly, which you know, with how many games they added, it might be true. And oh. Uh, look at look at the Xbox now we got now we got dog. everything right almost there. everything almost everything's yeah. there um to get on microsoft uh you know because sony's we've done enough uh microsoft my issues right now um to kind of discuss what's going on that's not the stone with xbox gold i see what they tried to do right uh-huh there. i was about to say let's <laughs> discuss you guys thought you were Sony. See, that's the thing. They thought they were Sony for a second. Yeah. They thought they could get over. They got cocky that. because uh-huh. Game Pass is so good. It's such a good value to thought, yes, we could be anti-consumer. Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 well, no. Well, on the bright side, um, I believe it was Phil Spencer directly who went towards people like, this is not what we do around here, and instantly reversed things and made it better. He finally did what I don't even think Sony's done yet. Just make your games free to play if they're free to play. So you don't need gold if you want to play Warzone, Fortnite, Rocket yeah. League, all of that. So, hey, that's pretty big. That's a good, you know, great thing. So now if you want to play those games online and you don't have gold, you, you, you can just play them. Straight. I don't, don't quote me, I don't remember if PS5 and 4 is like that. I believe you still need PS Plus to play any of those games online. I think you do. Um, Because that sounds like a Sony thing to do, but... On the bright side, you don't need to check pay. That right yes, now. Uh, you don't need to pay uh, online uh, gold anymore to play those games. Also, also on the bright side, if you happen to have twelve months of gold and for some reason you keep buying gold, they're gonna start promoting and pushing that you can free upgrade to uh, Game Pass Ultimate or whatnot. Uh, with I think a, either two or one extra month or something like that. You so. actually do not need PS Plus to play. Okay, those that's games. pretty cool then. Yeah, so Sony's cool for that. But yeah, uh, great. Everyone's pretty consumer friendly. Uh, however, <laughs> the elephant in the room. Yeah, online marketplaces alone. Microsoft. The heck is going on in your industry? What's going on in the studios? Let's discuss. Because here's Please. the thing, right? Microsoft. <laughs> they're doing everything right except the one part that most people care about, and that's having good exclusive games. There's because no at games. that. There's none. none. There's none. There's Halo allegedly. <laughs> like <laughs> the, the, by the time it's the out, would have been cool Halo. By the time it's out, it would have been almost a year before you have an actual non like upgrade mm-hmm. Xbox Series exclusive, which is ridiculous because you know it's, it's like it's it, when when you launch a console, you have to come out swinging and say what you want about the PS5 in terms of power and like exclusivities or whatever. It came out swinging. Spider Man, uh, Demon Souls, Banger, like. This, there's a steady flow. So let me put it this way. I own all... Actually, as of now, I own the entire PS5 exclusive library. As of now. Literally every game that's exclusive to PS5 I have. D- Demon's Souls, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Little Big Planet, a Sackboy, Returnal. Uh, I'm missing one. What am I missing? Um, eh, no, I think I, I think that's all of them right now, right? Uh, Which one am I missing? 
I think that might be. No, it. I think that's actually it. like we we own it. You know, we we went out of our way to basically purchase all the launch titles because they're great. And yeah. even the third party ones like Black Ops Cold War, yeah, first time ever in my life I didn't buy it on Xbox. I bought it on PlayStation. First time I've ever done that with any Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Like that says something. And it, and you know why? It was because of the systems they had. Playing Call of Duty, oh, the Pathless. Sorry, that was the, the one. Path. Wait, um, what? Is, oh, is, is, that's is, not. It's out on iOS, but I don't count that. I don't want to talk about. I thought it was on series. Right uh, no, no, not yet. No. Yeah, but um, yeah, like say what you want about you know gimmicks or whatever. Shooting an MP5 and having your trigger rumble to the recoil is something that I just. It, it takes me right back to the arcade days, you know, like when you're in the arcade, yeah. the light gun game, like you just and knowing what they're gonna do with PSVR two and everything, like that's it's that's very awesome. exciting, yeah. Because they're gonna if you're gonna have that level of immersion, mm-hmm. especially especially with VR, because from what from what the patents, uh, yeah, been well, not even, they fully show the controllers off and everything now. Oh yeah, so yeah, so. we're gonna have a dual sense capability in yeah. the, in the, it's gonna be sick. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be awesome, and hopefully finger tracking too. It looks like there's some capacitive, tr- you know, tracking, but. You know, like, Sony's doing a lot of stuff right, and even though they are being anti-consumer, I feel like we can just bully them into giving us what we want. Yeah. Because they, they're just going to have to take it. Eventually. And as far as, like, the content, like, services being provided, mm-hmm. that's where they're winning at. I feel like Sony and Microsoft are, are antithesis of each other. because it, Microsoft has always pro- been. Cause since, Microsoft, ever since Connect Era, man. Yeah, because Microsoft is very pro-consumer, mm-hmm. as far as, like, the services provided. Well, Microsoft has better consumer uh, like value systems right, in right. place. Nintendo is just an anomaly. Hold hold that thought. Hold that thought. Microsoft, all we're asking for is they're being transparent with Game Pass, and that's mm-hmm. awesome. I'm just asking for a tat like just even Sony. They're very transparent with their games. This is Ratchet and Clank. Here's a new state of play. Here's a new PlayStation block. Remember leading up to Miles Morales? This PlayStation blog shows like 30 seconds of new gameplay, 20 seconds of new gameplay. Here's new screenshots, etc., etc. Yeah. Microsoft, you have to have. They're taking what you used to do. You have to bring that back. Like Halo Infinite, we are in May 13th as of as of the recording, 2021. I ain't seen no gameplay. I've seen screenshots of the same exact vistas I've seen in the first bit of gameplay. Right, and I, I all I've seen is the same vista over and over, some new Spartan armor that honestly looks a little ugly, and some microtransactions no one agrees with except for you guys, which already makes your multiplayer look sus. Also, no talk of the Battle Royale mode yet. I, I believe was confirmed during E3, which probably got scrapped, let's keep it a buck. Mm. Or put in the back burner, knowing Halo. But it's like, there's not a lot here, and it's, it's a little concerning. And I know it's like, well, you guys are just the consumers. And yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, We're the ones paying I'm for the it. I'm paying for it, so I, I'm allowed to, to voice these complaints. And also, you guys do not have a good track record. It's 3:43 at the end of the day. I don't care how many old vets you brought back in from Combat Evolved era. Don't think I forgot about what what in the world Halo Four was. I still don't know what it was to this day. The fact that you crammed how much lore was it? Like five to six hours of Spartan Ops or something like that. Playable horde modes with full plot. That no one played because it sucks. <laughs> like, let's discuss <laughs> Halo Five. Arguably, the I would say the worst campaign if I didn't have such like a hatred for Halo Four. But I mean, that one is nowhere near the heights of One, Two, Three, or even ODST. Like, what is going on, bro? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Like, still a lot of issues. And then on top of that, you're you're doing the the CGI teasers again. Perfect Dark got announced. CGI teaser. What's yeah. that? T- Fable CGI teaser. 
you have a couple of gameplay and then they just disappear. Crossfire X, I don't even think anyone remembered it. It's a new FPS by Remedy. It was supposed to come out at the end of December. What and happened? And here's my thing, right? Here's another thing that I'm <laughs> And thinking. this is Radio Silence. So, so here's the thing I've been thinking about. Ever since the Bethesda acquisition, my question is, how many of those games are going to be exclusive? Because Microsoft's whole thing is championing uh, availability to the players. Mm-hmm. So are they going to shoot themselves in the foot and be like, hey, here it is for every other platform? Or are they going to be like, oh, timed exclusivity or just straight up? I think they're going to pull a Sony and, and fire back. And I want And this is where it gets a little too in like conspiracy theory stuff. So please bear with me, guys. I'm sorry if this sounds far-fetched, but hear me out. I think Microsoft despite everything knows that they don't have it in their like systems right now to get everything finished like not until 2022 2023 with how their games are which is fine so i think they're playing the biggest long game i've ever seen they're just gonna start buying stuff you saw with bethesda first yeah what's gonna get people into game pass on pc and xbox you can play literally every bethesda game right now for the most part Mm -hmm. just every bethesda game why not right and then excuse me on top of that what else do they bring in they bring in, uh, you know, Square Enix titles and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So now it's getting a little conspiracy theory where I'm thinking, okay, they're already buddy-buddy with Sega. They got Sega in the bag. They brought the entire Yakuza franchise, my guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that was Sony's baby for a little bit. And Microsoft swooped in and took it. Then they said, give us that Fantasy Star 2 as well. Run that while you're at it. Then they're like, okay, who else can we get from Japan? We'll go to the people that used to love us through 60 era. Bring Square Enix over here. Micro or Sony has only had these three titles on PS Now and things like that. It's the Final Fantasy 15s, mm-hmm. 7 Remake, and Avengers. That's it. Microsoft has all of it, usually on Game Pass. They just put FF10 remaster on there. Jeez. 13's on its way with Lightning Returns and all of that. If you don't think they're about to make some big moves, they took Outriders from Sony day one as a Game Pass thing. If you don't think they're about to make some big moves with Square Enix, you guys are not seeing it. Like, they're setting up. They're Man. playing, like, 4D chess again. <laughs> you have to, like, that's that's the issue with these guys. You have to keep that in mind. If they snub, like, Dragon Quest, Bruh. the new announcement's on its way. If they can take Dragon Quest Twelve as an Xbox exclusive, with like, like they did with the PS4, mm-hmm. Like when your Dragon Quest Eleven dropped, and then oh later next year or whatever, you guys will get like Eleven S or Twelve S. Yeah. With everything, that's big. I'm and not I gonna truly lie. Truly think they're. I would definitely buy S just for that. That's what, but that's what I'm saying. I think they're doing the timed exclusives again. And honestly, if that's, and I would be mad, but that's the game Sony's been playing. So why get mad at Microsoft for doing the same thing? Yeah. Like that's the especially issue. when they probably need it more. Exactly. It's like so. There's no need for FF Seven R to take until 2022 to drop the first part by the way mm-hmm. to drop on xbox i think that's stupid here's my thing i right? think that's really unfair as much as i don't really want to get an xbox mm-hmm. i can't be mad at them either because i don't want it to just be a sony monopoly either oh see this is the biggest thing microsoft doesn't care about console sales oh yeah because they have pc all they need you guys to do is get into game pass that's all they want and this is how it starts everyone's gonna get game pass and then Hey, you know, Nintendo, you don't have to use your proprietary cloud thing. It's not working. We have this, you know, our X cloud service just to throw a little eShop banner, $10 a month and you can get on X cloud. What's what's the harm? It just helps us, helps you. You could take all the profits even. It's Microsoft. They don't care. And then Nintendo has X cloud. 
You've got hundreds of, you know, Microsoft quote-unquote games to play on Switch. You've already seen it with Ori and uh, other games, mm-hmm. right? And then it just keeps bleeding. Bleeding green. I'm telling you, man. I think Sony, or sorry, Microsoft is doing something really big with their xCloud service and stuff. And the, the way they keep rolling it out could set up for something really interesting that we've never seen in gaming. And I think it would work for the better. Mm-hmm. Because then developers, that like all of them are getting bought up, they just get to focus on making really good titles for once. Yeah. It's just like they're not going to be held back by hardware. because mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they're not going to be held back by hardware because it's going to be the PC cloud streaming or whatnot, depending mm-hmm. on what they're using. And all their expensive hardware they have to work on is already the Series X, which is technically almost as powerful as like a 3080 or whatever. From yeah. The, what I'm hearing. So it's like, it's possible is what I'm saying. Like, they're setting up for great stuff. They just have to keep that same train going and just be more transparent. That's all we're asking. Because Sony's been pretty transparent despite everything. And so has, uh, you know, not Nintendo. But you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Nintendo. Goodness gracious. Where do we even begin with these idiots? Man, it's like... I don't want to be harsh, but gosh. Uh... <sighs> Do you even have anywhere you want to start with these guys? It's a lot. <laughs> what? Do, how do we? How do we? Let's start with IPs. Let's start with IPs. Man. Let's start with the massacre, right? Let's start with the Nintendo's Red Wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I think there's only one way we can really truly begin this. You want to talk about Mario Thirty Five or? Not even that. I'll never forget. It was a crisp <laughs> February day mm. in 2017. Mm. Get that. Watch a beautiful Switch trailer, mm. launch trailer. Oh, and I'll and I'll never God. forget when I saw the purple mist. I saw my girl, my Goyle, oh. Bayonetta, shooting at the screen. Cracks on the screen. Game number three. Game number three. And you know, it's like you know, I can't wait to get like uh, another trailer next year. A year goes by, you know. Mm-hmm. You probably just to start development. Oh, next, next oh we'll get on, well, yeah, we'll get on platinum too. Don't I, I'm not letting them slide this time. Uh-uh. it's been four years. I I, I would radio use platinum silent. slide, but I gotta go in on them. Uh, but again, we'll oh, bear with me. Hold that thought. So you had your bayonetta three. You know how much I love bayonetta. So bay, I, me as well, right? I as well as they say. But you know, I'm a little bit of a JRPG guy. Mm-hmm. Remember Shimagami Tensai Five? I'm like, mm, okay, this game looking a little crispy, a little different. Some time goes by. I'm like, what else Nintendo got? They showed us, uh, they showed us Arms, SMT Five, Metroid Prime Four, uh, allegedly a new Pikmin. They kept rumoring, you know, always putting little Easter eggs in the back. Little Pikmin would be on and a I'm, desk. Remember, you know what I mean? Remember four years ago when uh, Miyamoto said, "Oh yeah, it's almost done." <laughs> Okay, where is it? Uh, oh, oh, you mean so this is this hey, is Pikmin. This is the issue I have, right? As a as a fan, Nintendo's all about like teasing you and leading you to something bigger. That's always been their thing. New Fire Emblem comes out, Lucina's in Smash. New Fire Emblem's confirmed, basically. It's, mm-hmm. it's popular. You know, insert game here, character, yo, Shulk gets into Smash, Xenoblade Chronicles X is in the work. You get the gist. It's all about leading, you know, leading. It's in the next thing. Right, leading us to the next thing. Nintendo does this a lot. Like they do this a lot. I look, I look what, uh, along. like when they put Violet and Smash, the DLC just came out. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm saying like they 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 string you along. For me, my biggest awakening was I was watching them direct show some Mario Kart DLC. I saw Animal Crossing. I'm like Animal Crossing Wii U. Oh no, it's it's in Mario Kart Eight. Pretty cool. 
All right. And we did eventually get a new Animal Crossing and, you know, Animal Crossing on Wii U technically, but we don't want to talk about that one. Uh, Amiibo Festival, like, really sucks. Another Nintendo L. That whole mm-hmm. era was L's. But, you know, okay, cool. Then they, then the music started. They show, they show this little me in a Captain Falcon costume driving by. And I'm like, Mute City? So new F-Zero. Like, that's got to be coming. It has been half a decade. No, decade plus since I've seen Captain Falcon in 3D. A decade plus. I just want to see him again. Just check if he's okay. <laughs> you know, I just want to. I just want to race on Sand Ocean one last time before I die. Nintendo would be nice. It'll, Maybe it'll in 60 be. FPS HD. You know what I'm saying? Can we at least get some remasters? Like, like, and so this is where it starts. Nintendo's been having many issues. They re-released their games for a full price, sixty bucks, like Skyward Sword, uh, Metopia, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right? And some of them are remakes. To be fair, like Metopia, yeah. pretty pretty much a new new game. It's a full remake. They've done a lot of great stuff, and we're not discrediting that work. However, is a new me creator really worth ten extra dollars? Right? Like if it's it's on the if it's on the three DS, you could usually get it cheaper. Let's keep it a buck, like used. You you really want to pay like thirteen fourteen dollars on a three DS, or are you gonna pay fifty dollars to have a semi upgraded version on your Switch? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's these are the issues. Like this is the thing. Like Nintendo and for that games, same money, you could simply get Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Right, and it's it's hard to justify. And even like Xenoblade, like cool, it's it's in the Xenoblade Two engine. But a lot of it is pretty much a one-to-one, like, copy-and-paste almost job, right? Except for the Future Connected DLC. That's what justified its price. Same with, like, 3D World. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of it is a copy-and-paste job. You added one new mode that's, like, three to four hours long. I guess now it's, you know what I mean? Like, now I, I guess like it's... it's not something it's, I could justify buying. Mm-hmm. You made a couple tweaks to the gameplay, make it a little faster, which was nice because it was a slow game. Mm-hmm. The, the Bowser's Fury stuff was cool, but it's just, like, it's not... Because not valued as much, you know what I mean? Right. I would much rather have like. Why? Why do we never get Odyssey DLC? Yeah, it was like, so easy. Why is there no DLC for half your games? MK8 Deluxe came out. It is the number one selling Switch game. Still, still the number one selling Switch game. No DLC. And, and if like, I don't understand. And if we're not getting like a straight up nine, then what are they doing? That's just. It, it, it's it it's literally it's, listen. It's easy money. Even then, if you're even then, like most developers, like oh, I don't know, Sony and Microsoft just develop DLC alongside their new games. They, I don't, it's, they have a separate team that does it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just tracks. It is just tracks. And I'm, don't say it's, it's it's hard work. We know that's why you have a separate team doing it. <laughs> and and to, to, to clarify, I'm not talking Breath of the Wild DLC either. We're talking about quality DLC, not <laughs> cut content. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe someone went there. I will, I will say, Champions Ballot was fun. Yeah. I thought it was sick. Yeah, I know. But the that. first one was literally just cut content. Oh yeah. You the, wanted, the little Masters Arena or whatever? Yeah. How can we how how can we make this a pass? <laughs> how can we make this an expansion pass? Give him a motorcycle. Was it a motorcycle pass too? Yeah, it was too. Oh, see, it doesn't even matter. See, the first one sucked. The second one because yeah. the first is literally just oh boss and, and rush. To be fair, I would kind of argue the same a little no 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 xenoblade chronicles 2 was like dummy cheap it had no reason being that good because you have like expansion passes like breath of the wild for 20 or whatever Mm -hmm. then you get like the entirety of golden torah for 20 bucks if you bought it at the time i think it's different now i think it's like 30 actually 
Yeah, it is still thirty or whatever. Or yeah, it's thirty dollars now, but because you could buy it by by itself, you only yeah. need to get Xenoblade Two for that, right? Because it was, but the whole thing it was a standalone game. Like they did, they made it as a standalone. It's it's it's, its own thing. It's a prequel to Xenoblade Two, right? Uh, essentially, yeah. And you, if you bought the expansion pass, you'd get the entire thing for twenty bucks. Like you get that and other stuff, right? And extra side quests and stuff. Like that's that's an expansion pass. When you like, get that, you get Shulk. You got. Right, Elma, like, like it's so much stuff. It's like, so it much, crazy. so much stuff. But yeah. then you get, you know, that then Nintendo just drops the ball. But that's a whole other thing. Like that's that's whatever. That's just Nintendo being behind the times. My that's issues it. with the Nintendo, as of right now, are your abhorred online, these awful release schedules, the lack of games, and I'm tired of people saying COVID as an excuse. Yes, it happened, and it's going to affect us in 2021. However. That is with Sony and Microsoft, people that are consistently, well, not even Microsoft, they're still going to have a good launch, they said. it's Sony still has a consistent lineup right now, as of right now. Returnal is still out, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Games are coming out. Ratchet and Clank is done. The summer's going off. They're going off right, the summer. Right, they're, they're going off. Horizon is pretty much a lock-in for 2021, at least. God of War probably got delayed. Who cares, right? Like, I'm, I'm it's whatever. Yeah. But... You know, they, they staggered it because they already are working on these games. Nintendo, what is your excuse? Because you're in the same boat as Sony. You're not a Microsoft where you just picked up Bethesda and just picked up companies and just started working where it makes sense to see maybe they're not going to have much this year. And that's fine. COVID happens. Who cares? But Nintendo? Therapy project. You, you don't have an excuse. Either nothing's been getting worked on or nothing's been getting worked on. Again, maybe E3. I'll get God himself will come down and say, "Whoa, it's not the rapture." Just here to finally drop F Zero news because me only, won't do it. The only thing you know that could, I mean? for for me, the only thing that could save Nintendo E Three that they gotta have, and this is a requirement, they need to have That's, spit that. They need to have Breath of the Wild Two at least no at, gameplay. Yeah, I, okay. It needs to be gameplay. All right, but for the next thing, okay. bare minimum. I mean, like, bottom of the barrel, a cinematic for Metroid. Gameplay for Bayonetta and a release date. Yes. yes. Actually, yes. We're, I'll talk about Platinum in a second, but yes. Like, this is the issue. Those are just the standard stuff. Like, the terrible, really, whatever. That's just typical Japanese companies. My issue with Nintendo is how anti-consumer they are. The lack of cross saves and cloud saves with Animal Crossing. The abundance of issues and quality control with their core systems that I've had. Unless you go out of your way to buy another $300 console, which... I have to do it essentially if my switch keeps dying on me because it's micro SD card chip is now busted for no reason You know, I've taken great care of this thing I've put glass in you know, all of that and it's just it just falls apart because it's old Like mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. It's been like four years, right about yeah, and it's like, you know what I mean? Um, the, all those issues and then my biggest one is it's lack of virtual console I don't care how many quote-unquote free games you throw on SNES classics or NES classics. I don't care Where's the GameCube support? Where in the world is the Wii support? This is literally like, the perfect console for that. Wait, where where is the GameCube? Where's N64? Where's the Wii? Where's Game Boy? Where's Game Boy Advance? Where's Game Boy Color? What is with Japanese companies recently completely pretending like their old stuff doesn't exist? And don't you dare come into the comments or whatever and tell me that I should just, you know, play a Wii U. I don't want to play it on the Wii U. I can't take the Wii U with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't. I, I I don't have a 3DS right now. You know that that's been long gone. You know what the 3DS went towards? PS4 Pro. You know what I'm saying? Like, long gone. I I have a Switch though. It'd be nice to play stuff on the Switch. You know, people are playing stuff on the Switch. They gotta mod it. <laughs> you know, like, 
and it's proven that these things can be done on your console, which is the frustrating part. It's proven that you have emulators and stuff. Kind of similar to the, the PS4 Pro when people learned that the PS2 emulator was pretty compatible with everything, or the PS2 parts that they're using were pretty compatible. Like people put full PS2 games um, on their modded PS4s right now. It's like, what's going on? You know what I mean? I went backwards compatibility on everything and Nintendo more so than ever, because there are a abundance of games that you know capcom is not re-releasing some stuff like capcom is not re-releasing gotcha force yeah that's just not happening it would be nice not to pay 400 dollars for it on ebay right there's literally no other choice but to pirate that game or quote-unquote pirate you, it's not really because you can't get it anywhere you know what i mean but because they can't get mad at you for pirating if they don't make it available right and it's like what in a, a way i could support you even if it cost Put Gotcha Force on the virtual console eShop for 10 bucks. You know what I mean? Put Geist, the Nintendo-made FPS, on GameCube, on there for... Like, this is your history. Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, the Metal Gear Solid remake. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Konami wouldn't mind if you guys threw it up there for 10 bucks, unless they have some big, you know, big brain MGS plan. If anything, if they're doing, like, an MGS1 remake, like, they keep rumoring, because mm -hmm. Konami is about to go crazy this year, allegedly. They said they got some stuff to show off, which... <laughs> See, he's saying I want them to either go off or get bought. I'm tired. They can't get bought. They're making way too much. It's, you'd be surprised. Those pachinko machines are paying bills, bro. <laughs> this is insane. Or at least sell. Listen, just at least sell your soul. Sell. You know I mean? Sell the rice and metal gear at least. Give it back, my man. That's I don't what, think Kojima even wants to work on it anymore. At least just give. I just like, remake. Give it to Sony. I want to play them. Yeah, like, like go ahead and give it to Sony or someone, but. You, you, like, it's been verbal like Kojima's been done yeah like that's why MGS5 ended the way it ended not to spoil anything but it's it ended the way it ended because he's, he's done so he did the, the cop out eh, do you know the ending yeah yeah everyone's big boss like the, the heck <laughs> all right I mean I, I kind of liked it because I'm a, you I'm are a weeaboo, so you, know. you are big boss <laughs> I'm a bit of a weeb I'm like oh okay this is cute <laughs> but yeah you get the gist um regardless Nintendo do, do your job like I'm just so sick of Full price games, your your mini experiences, nothing being released. The two hundred and fifty nine days of silence during the that's inexcusable. That is inexcusable. The fact that all of you were like, "Ha, just memed it." No, that is that's unheard of. Like if Microsoft or Sony pulled that, it would not. It would not fly. Yeah, it would not fly. And as a big JRPG fan, for me, that direct that they did was cool for me because like that last one they just had. Yeah, because a yeah. lot of this stuff. I was into, right. but I know a lot of people who were just like really they disappointed. Were, they were so mad. Like my my dad, he's like, what, what what was in there that my dad would like? Like I'm trying, I'm genuinely trying to think. Family Call Mystery Detective. We both yeah. thought that was pretty cool. And um, what's that game called? Uh, Project Triangle. He said that yeah. was pretty cool. That's that's literally it. That's literally it. Like there's nothing there, and it's like they're not doing anything either. Mario Golf, cool. Who asked? We literally Where's all three on three two? We literally all said everything but Mario Golf. We were like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to get a new Mario Strikers game? Everyone wanted Strikers. And they looked at that and it's like a deliberate heck you. It's it's it, it's yeah. it feels so un it's like annoying. It's like a deliberate smack in the face. It's like if you go to McDonald's, hey, I want, you know, 10-piece chicken nugget meal. The guy rings you up and says, oh, you wanted a Big Mac. It's on its way. And you can't do anything to cancel the transaction. Like, I didn't ask for a Big Mac. <laughs> and people will be like, oh, just get something else. No, because you need to go to a whole different store. Right. I come to Nintendo and I want to play Nintendo games. It's like there's certain things that you see your fans are asking for. The backwards compatibility, 
the you know universal cloud saves please dumb down or buff the online in some way yeah. the netcode improvements for smash ultimate the mario party the, thing yeah, the mario party issues with trying to find friends to play that game for starters and then getting those friends to play it and having to research your console and everything like the list is so catastrophically long with how many things nintendo keeps messing up and we can't do anything but but sit here and just not pay for it <laughs> So yeah, that is um that's my Nintendo section. I'm really done with Nintendo. I was told it was gonna be lengthy. I'll make a whole video dedicated to Nintendo. I mean they're 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 on their I, I, they're gonna they're gonna get theirs. <laughs> they're they're definitely getting All theirs. All I'm saying so. is if E3's trash, I'm gonna start writing a eulogy. Oh, <laughs> uh, that actually might be the end. Um moving on, let's talk about some of the, the, the recent surge into great television slash like media. Man, oh man. Um, there's tons of stuff that I like. Personally, I've never been into uh, Western live action or live action in general. The only live action stuff that I really like consumed was stuff as a kid, like Nets Declassified and all that. Mm -hmm. And, well, not even like all that. It was literally just like Nets Declassified and maybe Hannah Montana. Fun Sweet fact. Life, you know? I almost met. They, they, I remember that, that, yeah. I was so, okay. You so should tell the story. For context, uh, at the college I go to, like a week before COVID hit, um, it's like, hey guys, the, the main guy from Nasty Classified School Survival Guide to gonna be at the campus. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna bring a I'm gonna bring a notebook with me, have him sign it. It's gonna be <laughs> sick. And then I'm like, yeah, and like two weeks it's gonna happen. And then it's said, oh, go home, COVID. And I'm like, okay, maybe we'll be back in time. Shouldn't be that big a deal. One pandemic later. <laughs> Man. That's 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 actual pain. That's actual pain. That's my favorite show. That's the uh, that's the man guy. The the man horse. They just man, man, and looking at options into the ocean, man. Yeah, that's that's pain. But yeah, as far as like the the really good shows that are coming out this year, mm. um, I think for me it really all like started with the with the Wandavision because at first I'm like, oh, oh I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, this looks interesting. Cause I didn't know mm. what it was gonna be like, and I thought it was really cool. Like for what it was, mm. like watching it on a week by week basis. I'm like, wow, this is a really neat thing that they're doing. Mm. And then they got out of that, and then. Uh, that last week was uh, that was something I won't hold you. Oh, yeah, last episode was uh, it wasn't bad, it was just not what I was expecting. <laughs> I, I wish it went a different direction because mm -hmm. it was so creative and like fresh. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, CGI fight at the end, <laughs> whoa, but her design do be hidden. Yeah, the design was sick, I won't lie. Yeah, good costume work again. Um, and then Falcon Winter Soldier came out, and I did not expect to like it as much as I did. I came in, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be. It was really good. I was expected just oh another action like the yeah. action version of Wandavision basically. I really I really thought it was just gonna be by the numbers mm -hmm. basic buddy whatever. cop kind of thing. Yeah, it was buddy it cop and not not of the ways thought. <laughs> Starts <laughs> trying like the trailers really did not do it any justice. Like it was yeah. it, it was really good and really curious hard. how it was never trending on Twitter. Yeah, I'm sorry. It had a lot of heart though. Interesting. It tried it at the end because you you know. The oh, thing I happened. remember why it was trending. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it kind of started with, uh, like I said, I didn't want, I have never watched a lot of live action. I just, I, I don't like it. I think live action American TV is shot awfully. Um, usually just shots linger. Character acting and stuff like that, it just feels like I'm watching the same, like, people over and over, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot, of, like, of diversity. Like, it's just kind of, eh. Until I grew up, you know, and started actually, like, I guess watching stuff, because, you know, all these Netflix originals and things. And I stumbled across one show this year that, like, wow, like, my mind was blown. Excuse me, and it was called The Boys. 
Oh man. And I watched season one and season two in like one sitting. And I was like, wait, this is really good. I like, need to watch the boys. I was kind of shocked. It's I've got its moments of stuff that I don't really think is the best or well written or whatever, but it was very fun. And I won't say it's a deconstruction of the superhero genre or anything. Mm. It's giving it a little too much credit, if that makes sense. But it is, however, a very fun, mature superhero show. Yeah. Um, I don't really feel a lot of the deconstructions, more so just to talk about uh, honestly, like the way superheroes are, uh, I guess, handled in modern media. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool, like, look at how these corporations treat the heroes they turn out on screen. Yeah. If you kind of see, you'll kind of see what I mean if you watch it. Like, I think that's a really interesting angle to take rather than just the generic deconstruction. Of course, that's there too. Mm-hmm. But they do a really good job of like, wow, I never thought of it like that. So that's why to me, Homelander isn't just like an evil super Superman guy like you guys see in the, the trailers. Like, it's generally more like, this is what American society does to a person. Yeah. You know? And it's really well handled. Um, overall, great show. Uh, and that was like the first one to make me go like, wait, this is, this is pretty good. And um, after The Boys, I started getting into a bunch of other, I guess, like things with the MCU that happened later that year. Um, and the MCU was, the MCU shows were pretty good so far, I'd say. I thought WandaVision was really fun. I liked a lot of the things they were doing with it. Um, I even, like, again, the last episode's whatever, but I, I was kind of, I kind of enjoyed it because it was a break, you know, yeah. from everything. The, Plus, there was, like a, there was like a year-long gap between, like, since the last thing. So, mm-hmm. like, if it, it was like, the the planet got the got the rest. Right, right. Yeah, before we went right back into it. So, it's kind of nice to be like, oh, you know what? Cool. Just I just get to see Vision throw hands for a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I'm, I'm chilling. Um, and then Falcon of the Winter Soldier was just incredible. Like, it was I, great. I, it's really hard for me to find a flaw or things to nitpick with it because it, it was just really well paced and really well written. Uh, I really liked how they did Bucky's character too. Like it was just nice to see him kind of grow, mm-hmm. you know, and and all that stuff kind of transpire. It just it was really really well handled in my opinion. And I really what they do with Falcon because up until this point he's just kind of been like token black superhero. Yeah, he kind of just been there. He's like, kind of been in there. The background. I wouldn't even say token. He's like, he doesn't do enough to be a token. Minus mm-hmm. Winter Soldier. Like, really. they put him in Ant-Man as a cameo. Like, aha, look. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. Um, yeah, they made him, like, it was really heartfelt. It was a really, mm-hmm. really good show. Um, and, I, and I love how he gets his blessing from, you know, other black superheroes that came before him. Mm-hmm. Like, he goes out of his way to know that he's doing what he's doing for him but also to recognize that hey it's for our people too and like isaiah bradley roadie like you know yeah like it's it's great it's like you can't i couldn't believe the the decisions they're like i couldn't believe that it was it was a marvel movie this well written finally handling like real world topics we could argue a little bit that the the immigration quote-unquote stuff wasn't handled the best as they do in most mcu stuff it was vague and it was poorly handled because Mm. Let's be, I, I feel like it's to be fair, they didn't have the writing chops or the people behind it, mm-hmm. so they left it vague. And that I do respect if that's the case. Because here's my thing, here's my here's my take about that, because mm-hmm. if they're going to cover that topic, they made it seem like, oh yeah, this is a very like third world country issue that we are stepping into to help fix, but mm-hmm. half the planet yeah. disappeared. Like that's this isn't This isn't some, you can't just be like, oh, this is like a war Iraq story, no. Mm-hmm. This is everywhere. Yeah. And they should have showed that because the whole point was that it's like one world, one people. But when you only show people from like a certain part of the world. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. It really, it really made it really. Like, yeah. America got our stuff together. <laughs> Again, <laughs> as per usual. <laughs> but uh, that's my only gripe with the show was the, I guess the flag smashes, I think they were called. Ultimately, and, I think I give it a nine. 
Just, yeah, I, I didn't even argue. I, 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 I'm fine giving it a 10. If I enjoy something, like, if I could rewatch episodes, or like, if I, like, I don't know, I, I, I kind of want to just, like, sit down and rewatch it and, like, absorb it again, I, I'll give it a 10 for me. Mm. Like, I, I just enjoyed it a lot. I'm a pretty easygoing guy, though. Like, I, I give a lot of the stuff a 10. As long as I could rewatch it, it's, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I'm, it's, it doesn't mean too much scores-wise. That's why I try not to do scores, because, you know, I feel like they're pretty, like, uh, hard to gauge for someone like me. It's like... He talks to me, he's like, a race? Oh, that's a 10. He's like, but what about? Yeah, and? That last episode made me cry, so it's a 10, you know what yeah. I mean? So that's just kind of the person I am. Uh, speaking of making you cry, man. How uh, Are we going to talk about it? Yeah, I think we got to talk about it. So we'll, we'll do, could we do, we'll do the shows that like made me realize, dang, I'm into it. I'm into like watching stuff again. It was, in, it's invincible. It, it's yeah, invincible. Invincible. Invincibles. So funny story about Invincible, Mike. Mm-hmm. Prior to the show uh, being announced, I've heard about it here and there, specifically when it ended, when the comic run uh, ended. When was it, 2015? No, I think it was later. Or, was it 2016? Uh, I'm going to check. Yeah, check. But the point is, when it, when it ended, cause I think that was around when I started getting into comics, and I'm like, oh, this sounds cool, and I read the last chapter out of context, mm-hmm. so I'm like, huh. Mm. But um, I didn't really like get into it, but then I heard they are going to do a show adaptation. I'm like, okay, I'm going to read it. Mm-hmm. And I binged the entire thing, and it's handful of days because it is genuinely my favorite comic of all time easily right my favorite comic ever made and so when they did the show i'm like wow i can't wait for this and honestly it was just really good <laughs> it was yeah. a really good show um obviously the stuff about omni man release at the internet on, on fire mm. as you know is expected think mark think mark think <laughs> but um yeah i think i I'm think I think the misleading thing about the show for a lot of people is that uh, people come in for like, oh, wow, shock value, gore. Mm-hmm. But it, the, the the series as a whole, it's very heartfelt and uh, its mm. themes yeah. are less about the, the gore and action and more so about like the characters, mm. which is very misleading when you consider that the action is very good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, because kind of like uh, you were, I've like I've said, uh, I've only read a bit of the comic. I've only, like I said, about halfway through the first volume technically like i'm getting back to where i stopped because i had to reread stuff to make sure you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i read it like years ago when it was first recommended to me by that comic drake channel and i was like wow all right and i got into it i'm like oh this is great that my hero academia dropped (laughs) and me being ninth grade hmm really mature comic or cool superhero teens i'm gonna read cool superhero (laughs) teens you know um which honestly both are pretty good in their own ways but um Invincible shows came out or show came out and I came back and I'm like, all right, I'll give it a watch and the, watch the first episode. I was like, huh, I don't think I like it. You know, like I, I got through the first couple episodes. Like, I don't think I'm a fan of like the changes and stuff because I felt like they were, I guess, changing a little too much for me mm-hmm. uh, personally. Uh, at least when I get like just reading, like, literally just reading the comic alongside watching the show, basically. So I'm reading the comic. I got pretty much up to the Omni-Man stuff and the college stuff and the... Uh, I think it's, that's where I stopped, actually, like around the college stuff. You know, that's pretty mm-hmm. far in the comic um, or compared to the show. But watching the show, they kind of squeeze a lot of stuff together and put events and kind of pick and place things, if that makes sense. Yeah, they, they move stuff around a little yeah. bit. So it's like, okay, and you, I kind of see what they're doing, but I wasn't a big fan of a lot of the changes at first. Uh, mainly just the school stuff. I think they cut a little too much out, even though some consider it fluff. I kind of considered it a little important to his character, especially the uh, scene with the principal. 
if you read the comics. Mm. I thought that was really, really good. Genuinely, like, one of my favorite panels is a little, like, smile. It's like, oh, that's great. And then, like, the teacher's talking off screen, or, sorry, principal's talking off screen. That stuff is great. Uh, and then there's, like, none of that, I think, of the show. I yeah. think he gets his name from his dad or something. I can't remember. Who name drops that he's, like, he's not invincible or something? Uh, I believe... I believe in the first. You're talking about the first episode. Yeah, it's like the, how he gets his name in the show. I can't. He's, remember. he's like, yeah, Mark, you are invincible. Yeah, and he's like, that's it. That's the name, dude. I, <laughs> I know, I know. It's a little corny in the show, right? Just a little bit for me. I mean, I, like, I, I think that might have been a little intentional, just because. Oh, I know. Yeah, I yeah. saw what they were saying again. Th- then we get to those last four, four to three episodes, and I was like, oh, I take everything I said back. <laughs> I like the changes. Uh, for the most part, the only thing I, I don't even feel like getting into the video is I just don't like Amber. I don't think they'll do much to redeem her in season two. I think it's kind of the most they could do to redeem her is the relationship will end. Hopefully, I'm praying, dude. Just let it, just let it end. Uh, but we'll other see. than that, we'll see. But other than that, it, it was great. Like that last episode of Invincible, it brought the show from like an eight to a ten because it's like. How do you get better than that? Like it's it's so good. Honestly, it's, it's genuinely incredible. Like they they adapted it like beautifully. Yeah, it, a lot a lot of heart went into it, considering the budget and because of how popular it is. Mm-hmm. You know the budget's gonna be popping next season, right? The next right. two seasons. Yeah, and you know what the craziest part is? This is light work. Mm-hmm. No like, one. This gets- is this is just the beginning. Like it gets even crazier with the plots. Like we're actually about to enter a little bit of a lull, right? Because some. Uh, the story doesn't do too much for the first couple. I think it's like some side stuff basically happens. And, and then, then it's right back to... Yeah, right back to and, the and big stuff. Just based on how they've been adapting so far, realistically, they're probably going to squeeze some of that down. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, the, the way they paced it was fine, too. Like, I didn't have any issues. Like, they, they did a pretty good job of compressing it and, so, into, you know, in digestible bites. Realistically, if the, if the episode length stays the same and the general amount of episodes... I'm guesstimating one to two episodes of, you know, there'll still be stuff going on, but just, mm-hmm. you know, not as high stakes before we get into the, the meat, meat, the meat yeah. and potatoes. But yeah, Invincible is a great show. Yeah, it's, it's great. I, I just really want to keep, I guess, harping or whatever on that last episode. It was incredible. Like, it, yeah. it's really hard to find stuff that, that, that was that impactful. Like, the music choices were on point, finally, after... I think it just took you off guard because it was so much garbage licensed music you didn't expect it to be a good soundtrack. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, oh, you guys do have composers, huh? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but yeah, like that, the final episodes, the way they take certain scenes from the comic and recontextualize them, like the subway scene that happens in the comic, not nearly to the extent as the show, but yeah. it's great because it's like, oh, that's a little more Omni-Man, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a little more him. Also, so, the cast was phenomenal. Yeah, the voice acting was really, really good. Uh, yeah, for the most part. I think the voice actor was pretty strong. I think Steven Yun was a little hokey at points with Invincible. Like, I think he I think he got it at the end. Yeah, literally literally those last two episodes, like, oh, he's he figured the character out. You know what I mean? It's like watching it in real time. Mm-hmm. It was just, I don't know if it's first time voice acting, but... I, I will say specifically, there's one episode, like, towards the middle, mm-hmm. uh, with, the, with the office scene where, you know, that guy pops up. Yeah. Um, there's one vo- there's one delivery um, where it's like, I'm gonna kite like that yeah, was insane. That was insane. That was nuts. I really loved the the voice acting from uh like 
the the cast in general like yeah th- there is a reason why the omni-man scene is so quotable and so like because jk simmons about, did his thing like, he killed that role just the ah it's it's just great and and personally that isn't even my favorite part right that's the i was you know tearing up a little bit the part that actually made me cry like that got to me he goes to space he talks to the orange alien guy again and he sits down the rocks and stuff and he goes uh so what are you gonna do right and it shows just like the comic it shows you everything that's to come and it flashes through everything with some pretty funny music or not and he just looks back at earth and looks back at him and just goes probably finish high school and it's like man 10 10 out of 10 that's it they nailed it you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. they 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 got it they got the heart of the show it's incredible (laughs) it's so good and he's like what's high school yeah (laughs) yeah and it's just done and it's i love it i love it um, I really like Divisible for the most part. Uh, so there's some stuff that I could get into that I just, you know, don't like. But you know what? I'm going to let people have their fun. Who cares? Who, literally, who cares? That last two episodes were so great. I don't even care anymore. And speaking of greatness, we got to talk about another. Bef- bef- I, I want to talk about Megaloboxing. Believe me. But Man, there's I so really much talk we about- can't spoil for this podcast. Yeah. Because it's, it's too good. It is too good. This is a you, owe it to, you owe it to yourself. To just go in there raw. I will say, I did not watch season one until like a few days ago. Oh, really? Yes. So oh. it, I watched it all like back oh, to so back. So that's why, yeah, that's why you're so on to. Okay, okay. Because I was, I watched Megalobox when it dropped. Interesting. Uh, no one was talking about people, it. People kept telling me to watch it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it eventually. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like, saw like, I spoke before the ending. I'm like, oh, whatever. It's just a boxing show. That's literally what I thought for the longest. Oh, bro, you're wrong. <laughs> and I thought, right, I'm like, you know, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of spare time because me and my girlfriend are moving out of college. So I'm like, you know, I'll, I need to watch something. Mm-hmm. I'll watch Megalobox. Let's, let's see. Little did you know, bro. <laughs> Little did you know. Season one is such a roller coaster mm-hmm. of highs and lows. And it's great. It, it is the epitome of sports, sports anime. Oh, yeah. Easily. I think, I think Megalobox is like the best sports anime. It, yeah. It's, gen, it's like... I'll say it's right above Haikyuu for me. It's right above Haikyuu. Because Haikyuu's pretty... No. Haikyuu's right underneath. Second best is still free. Second best is... People don't know. Free is really good. Mm-hmm. Free is like... It's Haikyuu on crack. Like, <laughs> it, it, there's there's some stuff that happens in, in free. But, um... Yeah, dude. Megalo Boxing is just sick. Like, it's, it's incredible. There's a lot of great character writing. A lot of quiet time, which is always underrated in those mm-hmm. types of shows. And it goes so far in its lengths to stay true to its themes and its core, um, I guess, like, 90s aesthetic. They literally of its downgraded the sample rate yeah. to get that feeling, even though their, their background art was gorgeous. Yeah. And if that's not being true to the, the division, I don't know what is. Right. And, and you know what the crazy part is? I watched season one, right? Mm-hmm. And I already said, okay, this is easily top 10. Oh, yeah. Favorite anime of all time. Right. And then I watched the episodes that are out now. We're on episode six right now of season two. Oh, it's, it just gets better. It, it might just be my favorite anime. Oh, I'm jumping. Real? I'm jumping. I might be jumping. Am I jumping again? Maybe. I f- At the very least, it is top three. Yeah. I said top top five. Maybe, I feel like top 10, top five for me. Just because, just because that first Full, full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Full Metal, it is, is so gosh darn good. Because it, it's like it's just so gosh. It's darn like Full good. Metal, that and and and, and Gurren Lagann. That's like, yeah, I feel you. It be some bangers. The the eternal juggle, but, <laughs> but the point is right. It's the, incredible. And I thought season one was great. Season two, 
just starts off. It's it's. So I will say nothing, but watch it. You owe it to yourself. Mm. And if you don't, let these homies know. Let them know. Gosh. Okay. Um. Like I said before, I get too far into like why I think anime has been actually good for once uh, in, in a really long time. I feel like yeah. Um, Megalo Boxing, the first season to me is still underrated. I feel like people have watched it and people have talked about it, but only because it was on Netflix and majority of you guys had it in the background. So, <laughs> the thank you for the clicks, I guess. But like actually sitting down and absorbing it, it is by far one of the best you know boxing slash sports animes I've ever like took in now is the action great yes but that is not even why it's good yeah like the action is incredible the you know core moment to moment animation is insane there's a lot of really smart like character moments where they're just quiet and you're just seeing their faces like be reflective and that is not only great for the stories writing but people forget that that's just something we don't have now like that is very 90s anime that's Mm. very cowboy bebop and the symbolism with the wolf yeah like there's so many great things about megalo boxing that are hard to like just put into words without a full like blown video essay where I'm actually sitting down rewatching episodes and breaking it down part by part. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's just incredible. And it's like this is the type of stuff that we're missing and that everyone keeps claiming that they went back and it's like, but you're not pulling up. Like that's kind of like my issues. Not with the show itself. I think the show is great. I just want to talk about like with the fans. <laughs> like everyone's always talking about we want nineties anime back. We want, you know, OVAs and the and they come back and people are just like, hmm? I'll oh, watch it later. Yeah, I'll, nah, it's not even I'll watch it later. It's I'm watching, I'm, I'm watching Promised Neverland right now. I'm watching Doctor Stone. Dear Lord. <laughs> we don't, we don't got to talk about season two. I, I, I feel bad for you guys because the to me the manga was mid anyway. So I just, I, I felt a little, little bit of joy inside. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you got the Tokyo Ghoul treatment. I told you some mid. That's what you get for being racist. You know um, what I'm saying? <laughs> they literally, you know what I'm saying? Like, two arcs. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, uh, if the auntie didn't look like that, maybe I would have been nicer to y'all. Maybe. I'm not going to hold you. That was out of pocket. If y'all kept reading after that, unless you're black, of course. Mm. Mm, I'm going to say you sus for that one. I'm not going to hold you. I, I don't know. I feel like I got to that that, that, that page, or, you know, that when I was that reading panel. it. Like, as it came out, I was reading it as it was coming out. And I was like, oh, uh-uh. Oh, we don't do that here. I stopped reading. I'm like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's like if MHA had a character just full blackface. I'm like, mm. oh no, might have to drop the show. Spe- I, I mean, what did you? Oh. I haven't caught up yet. No, I, no, no, no. It's not even that. Oh, I need to do the South no, Korean thing. No, I don't think you know. So this is one MHA character, right? Who has literal black skin? I, I, and I saw a thing think? where all these white kids are going in a blackface that cosplay this character. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll send you the video, but it's. <laughs> MHA fans are so stupid. They're a different breed. Yeah. Well, it's really hard to say, yeah, I like MHA because it's like, oh, you're one of them? Now, my question is, is MHA fandom a different breed or are we only picking out the bad apples? I think we know. <laughs> we both knew the answer. I just wanted to sound smart. But yeah, uh, anyways, um, Megalo Boxing is incredible. You should definitely watch Megalo Boxing. You feel me? Like, yeah. It is, it's very, very good. Uh, if there's things I'd recommend, like it has very heartfelt characters, incredible writing, some of the most gorgeous environments I've seen, really, really nice animation. Like it's just a 10, like everything about it is usually a 10. And, uh, there's just a lot of stuff that there's, you know, to love about it. Right. And it's easy to binge and, and get through in one sitting cause it's 12 episodes, right? Yeah. So watch Megaloboxing. It's on Netflix. 
Hulu, Funimation, and Verb, I want to say. Is it on Crunchyroll? I can't remember. It's on pretty much everything, if I'm not mistaken, as of now. Uh, at least the first season. The second season is... Ongoing. Only Funimation? I believe it's only Funimation. What the heck is that? Anyways, only Funimation. Um, but yeah, so Megaloboxy to me kind of kicked off that, you know what, I'll try seasonal again. And I, I started going through some anime. And I found a lot of bangers during that era. Um, there was this one anime that I don't talk about enough, mainly because it's kind of hard to discuss without people watching it. And it's Bunny Senpai. It's very, very good, actually. It's a heartfelt you know, anime about teenage woes and experiencing and dealing with various mental health and body struggles and, you know, bullying and stuff like that. And it's handled through puberty syndrome, which is like pretty on the nose symbolism about growing up. But in a different way, there's like growing up and, you know, getting older and, you know, having to do life stuff. And then there's growing up and trying to defeat your mental demons and stuff like that, which is mainly what the show focuses on. So despite some of the, I'd say more like jokey, fan service elements which are only, not really there they're it's just between two people that are literally dating in the show yeah um it, it's very very well made and heartfelt and there's some stuff that legitimately like makes me tear up uh but that's what i kind of always kind of point towards and made me realize hey maybe anime is getting good again like slice of life wise and stuff then there's some other ones that are slipping my mind because there's too many out there right now mm-hmm. uh, tokyo revengers is one that i just started and it seems good We'll see if it, it holds that. I don't know. It's um, honestly, I thought the beginning was pretty eh, but right. it, it gets better. Okay. I really like the hook to the beginning. I was like, oh, hold up. No, it, it, it to the moon. It yeah, it's, it's getting much better. And um, uh, I know the manga's out too. Demon Slayer's one that recently finished manga-wise, but its anime is still pretty great. If you've seen the movie at all, Mugen Train. Mm-hmm. Just incredible. Like, oh my gosh, what a roller coaster, man. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, I'm not even a Demon Slayer guy, but don't sit here and lie to me and say the movie wasn't gas, because it is. And if you say it's not, you're lying. Mm. I forgot who I was watching who said Demon Slayer movie wasn't that hype, but, like, get a life, dude. Have fun. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's an hour of your life of just pure, like, shonen action. You'll be okay, you know? Don't really need to plot for that. Mm. Uh, and, and even then, that the stuff that happens is just, like, somehow tear-jerking. Like, I don't know why shonens keep doing that. <laughs> um... It's just been great uh, for Shonen's. We are entering a really weird phase because we're about to get back on... Uh, what's what's even happening? Like, s- stuff's kind of slowing down, I guess. Um, um, not much is really coming out. Jujutsu Kaisen kind of took our internet by storm for a little yeah. bit. Um, which, I hear the manga's going okay. Uh, I would disagree, but... Who knows? Maybe it'll, maybe it'll swing back. But... Um, <laughs> I heard some stuff it does not sound the best <laughs> I wish I'll I wish I'll just use Kaisen readers the best y'all about to get bleached like <laughs> about to do the bleach moments bro as someone who's read bleach yeah sounds about right uh, uh, let's just hope homies don't start getting like hollow form after hollow form after hollow form in jujitsu cause that, then I nah I think it's I mean? more of a who dies today? Right. Like, who's getting Mercs next? Oh, at least it's not as bad as AOT. How y'all doing? Oh, wait. Did you hear about the bonus chapter Oh, thing? I, I already... I Dude, I told you. I dropped AOT. Listen, after listen, watching listen. the second episode of season three. It is not for me, bro. There, I think I'm just too... <laughs> dog, it gets worse. There's a, so there's this leak, right? <laughs> apparently, there's going to be a bonus chapter. Okay. It takes an already pretty not great ending to turn to the complete dog water. So, <laughs> I saw... <laughs> 
Uh, no, please describe for them. Spo spoilers for AOT. Listen, or for four of you that are still, you know, reading the the manga. So, so basically, in in the ending of AOT, Aaron basically sacrificed himself to save all the people in Paradise Island. Right. That was the whole point of him being this genocidal maniac, right? Because according to him, that was the best, most optimal way mm -hmm. to secure their future, right? Yeah. Is to be the villain and have them kill him and then be like, hey guys, we're not bad. We took out the main villain. Did, but Isn't there time travel involved? Basically, he got to see different timelines if he did certain things. But it's not, it's not important. It's not important. Okay. So here's the thing, right? Even in universe, on the last chapter, like, hey, it's not guaranteed this is gonna work. They mm -hmm. still might try to kill us later. Okay. And all the Titan juice is gone, so you know, we if, if they attack us, we're kind of kind of done. Yeah. So why? In the leak, they're like, oh, yeah. So another war happened, and we all die. What? Like all, like, all of the Paradise Island marked. And get this. <laughs> and, and, and get this. Oh. <laughs> Not only is there still Titan juice. What? Yeah. <laughs> sounds like AOC writing. That's the word. So just to, just to spit on this man's grave, Mikasa brings her son and her. She pulls an erased. <laughs> <laughs> to this man's what? grave. <laughs> It is, and, and, and allegedly it's implied to be John, which is hilarious. Again, uh, as I was saying earlier, I dropped AOT on season three, episode two, because I That's learned totally fair. I'm, I'm possibly, and I don't mean this in a rude way, I may just be a little too ethnic for the show and I had to dip. Like that, that's basically it. I just couldn't, I, to this day, cannot relate to a single character in that show. No, hey, like, you ain't offending me. I didn't finish it either. I was about to say, like, I, I just, I can't. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, every time I try to get into AOT, right, everyone's like, it's gas, it's gas, it's going, it's going. I start reading it and I'm like, who am I supposed to care for? Who am I supposed to relate to? Who am I supposed to, like, I do not care if Levi gets merch next chapter or if Aaron gets stomped on or what. Like, I just, I literally do not care. Like, there's not, and this plot just was going nowhere for me. Like, mm -hmm. it's just all this crazy stuff starts happening, and it just feels like out of nowhere. Like, oh, uh, yeah, this person's daughter is actually the secret mob, whatever. And it's like, what, what is going on? Literally, season two, we were just fighting Titans. Did I miss something? I felt like I missed something. I didn't miss anything, by the way. Yeah. It's just, it just took a wild turn. Yeah. I just, I didn't get it, and I still don't get it. And everyone that said it was peak fiction should be ashamed of themselves. Oh, and full medals right there. It's full medals right there. Honestly, let's go over some sign-in. Berserk. Yeah. Vagabond. Vinland Saga. Like Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, talk Tokyo Ghoul, sure. Sure. Tokyo Ghoul on there. Uh Chainsaw Man. Hey. There you go. I rather I rather read watch Chainsaw Man and y'all if if you know me, you know I feel about Chainsaw Man. I rather read watch Chainsaw Man. All of it. Fourteen times over. Then watch another episode of AOT. I can't stand it. My goat. Uh, I still think Chainsaw Man's like a seven, seven out of ten manga. By the way, as a hot take, is that a hot take? I don't think it is. It's not that bad. It's fine. It's fine. It's literally just fine. However, I do think it'll be a ten out of ten anime. I think the anime is gonna elevate it for me because I'm, I'm one of those guys like I need a visually like I, I used to be a manga only type of person and just read, but like after MHA seasons, I became more of a you know what. I need to like see like what's going on, if that makes sense. I'm kind of the opposite. I feel like, I don't know, like just recently I'm just like, you know, if I see it, it feels a lot cooler. Like Demon Slayer, 
does not work for me as a manga. I can't, dude. Mm-hmm. But when I watch it, like when I, I read the Mugen Train arc, I'm just like, it was fine, I guess. But when I watch the Mugen Train, I'm like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I get it now. Because uh, depending, I feel like uh, depending on the, the paneling and da 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 da, it just doesn't hit the same. Yeah. Chainsaw Man does have some dope panels, though. Yeah. There's one panel in particular, uh, a character's like dropping a knife, falls into the next panel, grabs it, and stabs a guy. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Goes between the lines and everything. That was sick. All I'm going to say is if you haven't done it already, just don't read Fire Punch. Fire Punch? That's the uh, the manga's previous work. Oh. I feel like I've heard of it. You will probably not like it. What is it about? So it's in this world, right? Okay. Where basically people have powers. Cool. But um, so this, there's this lady called the White Witch. And her powers that... uh. Basically endless winter. So the world is just the constant state of winter. Just shoot her. They don't know where she's at. She's did it in depth, right? Here's the problem. So the main character and his sister, okay. their powers was that they can like they they're Deadpool. Like their regeneration so strong they can just come up from anything, right? Okay. And they meet this guy and he has fire powers, but his thing is that when he sets the fire it never goes out ever. So he, what? so he burns their village to the ground and sets the main character and his sister on fire. But because the main character's thing is stronger, he survived when his sister died, quote unquote. And main character is just in a constant state of being on fire. <laughs> and because it never goes out, he touches you with the fire and you die. This sounds like the edgiest thing I think yeah. I've ever heard in my it's life. It's so ridiculous is it good though because i read the whole thing now i'm intrigued to read it i read the whole thing that genuinely sounds more interesting than chainsaw man (sighs) i'm gonna say is that monogatari stuff bothered you to begin with don't do it never mind i'm good yeah (laughs) oh gosh ew (laughs) i feel like i know exactly what you're talking about oh that's awful Is, is it why she's dead that's not why she's dead. No, so is it why while she's dead? Oh gosh. Oh. I'm at least just go for the necrophilia angle for doing that. Just go all in, make it all edge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like why wait? Why 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 hold off? No. I'm. Heck oh. it. The corpse too. He gets it all. You know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? Like. And and here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't like that, do you like the ending for Chainsaw Man? I haven't. I mean. From what I'm reading, because like I said, I'm, I'm like 20 chapters. I just, I can't bring myself to finish it for some reason. It's like, heaven told me, and I'm like, it's fine. Like, yeah, like Chainsaw Man is not bad. I just do not see the hype. You will hate how Fire Punch ends. <laughs> I get, you're going to hate I think, it. I think that the stuff they're going to set up for in Chainsaw Man is going to be more interesting than what I've read, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like, it's like, I don't know. I, I don't want to like turn into a chainsaw man like hate whatever it's just it's just probably just not for me like mm-hmm. it's just I respect it and I respect what it's doing for some of its characters I think are really well written and really cool but like the main character I just I don't I don't get it that's fine like I I know people are like oh it's about you know him, him being manipulated I'm like well okay I guess but technically so is half the country according to you know what she does and all that mm-hmm. so that doesn't really, that doesn't narrow it down you know what I mean everyone's a pawn to her so. I'm gonna need a little more, <laughs> and then the other half is like, eh, you know. The See, there's powers, a, there's a very there's a, there's a very specific panel mm-hmm. at the very end. I feel like that will make it click. Cause I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, 
Oh, you just watch, gotta, watch me read and just be like, the heck are you talking about? <laughs> I, I can just point out the uh, I'll, right there. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's or I'm sure the, the ending could probably bring it up for me, which is why I've been like just saying like it's OK. Mm-hmm. And I was like outright. Oh, it's just oh, I don't like it, which I mean, I don't like I just think again. I'm sure when it comes out as an anime, I'm going to be like, this is godlike. <laughs> well, you did like the manga. Yeah, manga was black and white. This has colors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it's Mappa. <laughs> but I don't know what you want me to say. Um, but yeah, I'm interested. Uh, manga's been good. Manga has been good. Manga's been great. Kaiju number eight is still going strong, which is pretty awesome. I need to start Spy X Family. As yes. I, oh, wait. So you're starting it too? Yeah. We'll start at the same time. Okay. I'll, I'm, re- I'm going to literally just reading that. I'm only two chapters in. That is how far I've gone in Spy X Family. I read two and I'm like, this is cool. I have read one out of context chapter. I'm like, this seems fun. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's Kaguya-sama. Eh. Not really reading that. I hear it's great though. I like it. Um, I mean, y'all say what you want. MHA been kind of heat recently. It's been, it's, it's it's been, been doing its thing. Heat, doing its thing. Ever since Shigaraki's arc, I'm like, nah, I'll never let anyone trash this. It's too good. It's, it's too good right now. Um, um, yeah, banger. Try to think. What else? What else is popping? I know you don't read it, but I read One Piece, and it is. Yeah, no, One Piece. I, I catch up. I'm a, I'm a sideline One Piece fan. Mm-hmm. I I literally I don't read. I don't watch. I just look at the wiki, look at the clips and stuff in the manga panels. Like, yeah, this is gas. Because mm-hmm. I just I can't bring myself to read all that. Um, I've been like I said, I haven't read since uh, Ace died. Basically, that's yeah. when I stopped, and I just same kind of anime. I watched kind of osmosis. Died, and I'm like, you know what? I'm done. So it's kind of osmosis, just like yep. And I just observe from the sidelines now. I'm like, oh, what's Papa with the uh, uh, Big Mama? Okay, oh, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, Carrot Island arc. Oh, that was he. All right. I don't know what's going on, but y'all having fun. <laughs> <laughs> this looks gas. Uh, I know. I watched the fight with Thomas because he was so happy, and I I, I got hype watching it because he was so hype. I was like, yeah, I see why One Piece fans like this. Yeah. I watched the movie. Uh, I th- was it? I think it was, we, was it gold. I didn't go. With no, no, no. Uh, aren't you? Yeah. So no, I wasn't there. For uh, for Stampede? No, I wasn't there for Stampede. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was. Uh, you went. You must have been with someone else. I wasn't there for Stampede. I, 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 I was with. I was with the. Uh, you invite. You guys invited me, and I was like, I'm not a One Piece fan. I want to bring you guys down. You yeah, know what I mean, <laughs> I wasn't One Piece fan. I still had a good time. Yeah, that was a really good. Movie. No, it's a good movie. I watched it on a. Uh, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> we won't say how, but I watched it. It was on my screen. Right. Um. And uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, I think One Piece is just swell. Like it's, it's, it's again, like I was saying about other shonen, I find it really hard for people like nit- I never understand people that nitpick shonen. Like mm-hmm. it is so for its targeted demographic that it's, if it's not for you, just dip. Like yeah. there's so much other out there or other stuff out there. You know what I mean? Um, it's like One Piece. Like I, I think I was talking to Thomas. Uh, I was like, Yo, One Piece. The reason why it's great is because it's for a very you know select group of people. It's for a very like niche kind of thing. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't change much. It doesn't drastically alter characters. It doesn't have insane writing. It's just good. It's, it's just, just consistently good. good. Sometimes great. You know what I mean? And that's all people are asking for. You know, some people just need that stability, right? Yeah. So no issues. I'll never. You'll never catch me trash in One Piece. I just think it's cool. I did trash One Piece before in the past though. But, I did it for memes, but yeah, basically, I, yeah, exactly. I did it for the memes, but it is—it's good fiction. Um, so however, yeah. on the flip side, fairy tale. That's it. That's what we're not—we're not talking about. That's fairy tale. actually bad. Yeah. If you like fairy tale, you need mental health. You need help. That's it's just, same I, with Ruby fans. Y'all need help. Like Ruby fans actually need Jesus or something stronger, like some some religious force in their life. Because that there's no way you could watch it for so long and think this is okay. It's like y'all—is everything all right at home? 
you know, is everything okay? <laughs> is everything okay? Because it's, it's bad. It's really bad. Yeah. Anime's good. Manga good. Things are good. I would talk about comics, but I I don't know enough. I'm I'm such an outsider. Comics are okay right now. Yeah, I'm such an out. Uh, the last comics I read were the uh, Death Metal series. I think the DC Death Metal. Death Metal was I, fun. I caught up with that, and I, I had a fun time with that. The stuff the stuff with DC right now is pretty hit or miss. It's either really good or it's not. Okay. Like like Swamp Thing is awesome. I heard that was good actually. Yeah, Swamp Thing was dope. Um, Marvel, I'm pretty out of touch with that. I just watch like the very specific things I care about. Um, Venom, the Venom, the Venom uh, event was really fun. I uh, I fell off Marvel once the alternate universe Earth disappeared, where Miles used to be from. Mm. I mean, uh, it's 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 there again, continuity like it exists. Well, it's just not in the you know. But I I, I was a huge fan of the I think it was the Ultimate, ultimate yeah, was the world ultimate. or whatever. Like I liked what they did with you know the Guardians of the Galaxy in that world and Peter Quill and. I think they had Kitty Pride as mm. one of the yeah. characters. Like that was fun. That was really fun to like explore and stuff. And then you know, all I'm gonna say is that um, it's just it's not good. Marvel comics are pretty are pretty poo poo. But what is going on right now? And though, listen, I don't really care. Listen, all I know is that <laughs> they've <laughs> the, always the, been bad to me. The, like the, the core universes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the Venom the Venom event was cool. Mm-hmm. Daredevil's amazing. Always. And. Yeah, that's about it, really. Yup. Every um, time. I, every okay, time. listen. I, I, I just watched Dare, I just read Daredevil and most of the variations on Spider-Man. Okay. Like Spider-Woman, Silk. Ironic, Silk is still going? They just did a new run. What? Isn't she a clone? How do they handle this? No, she's not a clone. Not anymore? She was never a clone. That was uh, Jessica oh, Drew. Oh, yeah. Not just Yeah, yeah. That's I true. thought there was a Silk that was a clone. No, Silk is a... Uh, she got bit by the same spider. Oh, okay, okay. That's different. Yeah. Was that Worldwide Spider-Man or something like that? Mm, I don't know. I gotta find the arc again. That arc sucked. That arc was awful. Oh my gosh. Clone Saga the was one awful. Where, the one where Peter Parker gets money is... Wow, it was bad. I, I, I mean, wow. Let me show you the new suit. So they changed his suit, right? Okay. Um, what, do you, what do you think it looks like? I just want to hear... I mean, probably the, the classic, you know, red and, red and blue. Uh, wait, you're talking about Peter Parker? Mm-hmm. Maybe a slightly more like neon mech version. I don't know, red and blue, something a little more sci-fi. Just, just because. You're half right. Okay, cool. It is more sci-fi. I will, right. I will give you that. So the backstory is, um, he is now a streamer. He streams what? his crime fighting for what? the Daily Spider-Man? Bugle. Yes. What? He streams his crime fighting for the Daily Bugle. That's cringe. And here's a suit. I wish I was joking. Uh, I mean. Ah, it's, it's it's rough. It's not the worst, but it's it's bad. For Peter Parker. Yeah, it's bad. It's gonna look great in the Insomniac game, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All this trash talk until we play the uh, Spider-Man Two. You know what I mean? Dang, you oh. think I'm playing Peter? Crazy. Oh, uh, we're probably playing Venom and Peter and Miles. We'll get three characters. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. How are the SSD could switch between all three? Really? Calling it now. What I'm thinking is for Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. it'll probably be just Miles and Peter, but Peter gets Venom powers to keep up with Miles because he just has better kit. I feel like um, they're going to go a step further. It's going to be a co-op experience. That'd be kind of sick. I, I have a good feeling about that one. I'll put. I'll actually put like money on that. Mm-hmm. I'll put genuine dollars 
And uh, I'll put we'll put twenty dollars in Dogecoin if uh, <laughs> twenty dollars <laughs> in Dogecoin if Miles and Peter are co-op playable partners in some sections of the game, whether it be online multiplayer or you just get to switch between the two on the fly for a mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that'll be fun. Yeah, uh, overall, that's pretty much it. Uh, Fiction's been getting really good. Media's been getting really great. Uh, I guess we'll end up with some recommendations. I have some stuff I want to recommend you guys to check out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, before this drags on too long. Uh, firstly, um, I really recommend Monster Hunter World. Uh, as I've Sorry. Rise. Well, that one, too. That game's sick. <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise in World, um, especially if you just want a good grind game. We're approaching summer, and summer is the time where most kids are getting off school and you could just binge, right? Time to grind. Yeah, and, and if you are one of those kids who don't ha- doesn't, you know, have a... It's not that you don't have a life. You're just doing other things with your life. Never think like that. <laughs> uh, if you're, you know, wanting to just absorb media because you don't have jobs or whatever, it's cool. It's COVID. Um, yeah, dude. Monster Hunter Rise is perfect for that. It's gotten consistent free updates, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's very easy to get into. Pretty active communities everywhere, so you should be able to find friends and make some online friends. And if you want to get into Monster Hunter, it is pretty much the easiest one. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty much the easiest one to get into. Like, for new players, it is pretty punishing. There's a lot to manage still. But mm-hmm. for veteran players, yeah, it's a little bit of a cakewalk, and that's okay. Moving on from that, uh, I think another great game, if you have a PlayStation 5, if possible, I really want you guys to play Returnal. Um, it's probably the closest we'll get to a good Aliens. Like, that's, that hurts to say, but, yeah, that's as close as we'll get to a new, like, good Aliens. Like, Alien... Excuse me, like Colonial Marine style, mm-hmm. like the Marines, not the horror stuff. Yeah. It's, it's got the combo, which is what we want. Uh, the, the way the enemies like maneuver and stuff is just incredible, and it, it looks gorgeous. Um, yeah, please, please play Returnal. <laughs> if you have the money to spend, please play Returnal. Um, moving on, uh, those are like my games to recommend. Obviously, Hades and stuff like that. Um, other things. All I gotta say is play Amori, it good, mm, but it is I very, very that. dark. Yeah, uh, make sure you go in there with the right headspace. I think the game already has trigger warnings and stuff. I, I will too. say, okay, I will say. Does it have trigger warnings? Or? It does. But a lot of people, okay, so a lot of games have, like, trigger warnings, and a lot of people are like, oh, whatever, I can handle it. But this is, like, one of the rare cases. I'm like, yeah, actually, like, yeah, it, it, it's dark. Yeah, like, make sure, depending on what you're playing, you respect the trigger warnings. They're in there for a reason. Don't get mad at the game. I, to this day, wish I respected the trigger warnings in uh, Doki Doki Literature Club, because I, I, refu- I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I, I was like, ha, it's a, it's a cute dating sim. There's no way it has suicide. Never, ever do that dumb stuff again. And then I'm crying for the entire first act. And I checked the notes and I cried harder <laughs> in, the, in the game. Dude, that game's sick, by the way. Oh, man. I could talk about that game for a minute, but whatever. Um, For TV, Invincible. Invincible. Watch, watch Invincible. Megalo Boxing Seasons 1 and 2. Easy to binge. That's a, not even a weekend. Requ- required reading. Re- yeah, required. Re- these are required <laughs> shows to watch slash absor- ab- ab- absorb. Same with the games. And again, if you have the money and stuff to spend on it. Uh, for the shows, don't feel shame in uh, using sites to watch them. These guys are getting their... The legal kind, of course. Yeah, the legal. The, yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, just, they're getting their coin. Uh, if you We just really want you to absorb the media. And hey, a lot of the people that are in those industries, they newsflash, they just want you to absorb the media too. They don't really care. Uh, but yeah, um, that's all. Yeah, uh, I'm signing out, Young Falcon. If you guys want to follow me and keep up, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Twitch, all that's down below. You guys know where to find it if you're watching this on YouTube. If you are on other services, I don't know if I can even get other services. I don't know how to work that. Um, yes. That's like the OnlyFans, bro. <laughs> this was a mistake. <laughs> I, really did, I don't know if I could put this all like Spotify <laughs> or whatever. Uh, anyways, if, if you want to on other services, uh, YouTube, Young Falcon. Twitter Young Falcon. Is it still just Young Falcon? 
don't have a two two four six there anymore. And then Twitch is Young Falcon GG, all underscores between Young and Falcon. Cool. I'm working on stuff. Next podcast, I'll have things to plug. Yes, uh, but do I, can I plug your? T- no, I don't want to plug your Twitter. You have yeah. like a public one yet or not yet? Working on it. Okay. Cool. Never mind then. That's everything. Hi, I'm stainless. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching slash uh, listening. Um, it's going to be very fun to edit this, honestly. And I can't wait to do part two sometime in the near future. Part three. Part three. Part three? This is episode three, right? Yeah, but like with you, it's part two. Yeah. So I'm, I'm well, technically. Yeah, technically part three, but you know, it, it's kind of hard to get heaven off for these. But yeah, anyways, thank you all for watching. I hope you guys have a great day. Uh, make sure you stay safe, stay hydrated and all that. And peace. Peace.